welcome back to Clowns of the Castle for episode two. Somehow we've made it to week two. Host Kobe Ryan back in Perth. Um, we've got, before we get to our guest today, we'll, uh, I was just sitting in my room, the side of our own, and Books pulls up, our co-host here, and he's, he's made some new merch. So he's, um, you want to explain us through that, Books? Uh, yeah, so a bit of time on my hands. Supposed to be doing some uni work, but put priorities, more important things. So made a bit of merch just with the um, old shirt that I found, printed out the clown's logo and um, a bit of glad wrap on or on. Bang, there we go. Um, could possibly hit, hit stores soon. So keep an eye out in um, David Jones, Meyer. Now, I don't know how many people will be buying at the moment, considering the logo is practically on his shoulder instead of on the middle of his chest. But we'll see how we go there. Now, to our, I'm going to have my hands full today. I've got, um, obviously, Boogs, who's no good at public speaking. I can know how much he mumbles. Now, now to our guest here, Alex Dukas. If there's anyone that will challenge Boogs... Thanks for having me on the show. If there's anyone who would challenge Boogs for mumbling, most mumbles in a sentence, it would be you. So how are you today? Good thanks. Just sitting around, not too much to do on a Friday, but I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Alright. So, we'll go through a bit of your childhood, starting off as a grom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was really into the surf life back then. A bit of time yeah. here. Have you been hitting the waves lately? The swell been up? It has been really good here, Jared, but I haven't been hitting the waves yet. I haven't been quite a board that would float me. Trying to get that tan back that you had before going to America? Coming back looking like you no, spent six months in the snow. I definitely got that back. <laughs> I was sitting around for a couple of days when I first got home and got red before I went brown, but I'm brown now. <laughs> uh, any, any other plans for the rest of the time in Jelton? Um, obviously, got Mother's Day this Sunday, so shout out to Mum. She's, she's listening. Um, have a breakfast this Sunday, but other than that, not too much planned. Try and catch up with obviously everyone I can before I go, but no, not a whole lot planned. Now, is it true that you um, that you think if if you never chose basketball as a career, you would be playing in the AFL right now? Well, my draft year would have been last year, and I would have been there for the top ten draft picks. <laughs> so, it's a fairly good chance. I got a, I got the resume for it. <laughs> you look back at mine, those twelve and fourteen days. Do you know how to do a drop drop punt? I think I kicked sixty goals in thirteen thirteen games, and I was under ten or something. So back in the heyday, Rovers. I do remember pulling up, playing under twelves, and pulling up and watching the under tens play before, and you see this big kid Alex Dukas just pulling everyone. I suppose be was not it? I suppose <laughs> under tens wouldn't be hard when Gubs be putting on your tit every time. No, I didn't play in the Gubs. <laughs> so now, obviously, you picked basketball and went away uh, college in America. How was your year away? It was really good. It was a a lot of different experiences. Um, obviously, the playing style was different, and obviously, living there and their culture is different as well. But it was a lot of fun, both on court and off court. Where are you at again? What college? Um, at St Mary's in Moraga, in California. Right. So, how hey, had you had before before the obviously uh, everything getting shut down and that? How how were you guys travelling for the season? Chance of a. Uh, we, uh, WCC tournament, which is like our conference we play in, and um, we just lost to Gonzaga, who were the number two team in the country in their grand final. So obviously we didn't win that, but 
we'll be in pretty good stead to, to go into the March Madness tournament, which is a, a real big deal. Yeah. And so next year, you got uh, most of your team returning, ex- except for the seniors, obviously? No, not really. We've had no. a bit of a change, actually. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've lost our seniors, our four seniors, but we've had another two guys transfer. So yeah. that's down. Um, so I think we lose six or seven players. Wow. So different team then, big time. Yeah, so a chance to step up next year. And yeah, I've got to get used to the teammates, obviously. Yeah, so obviously you went from starting on the bench to starting sort of midway through the season. That exceed your expectations for your first year, or were you? Yeah, definitely did. Considering um, the team we had, we were pretty heavily stacked in each position, and obviously went into it with an open mind and was happy with whatever minutes I got really. But to come away with starting, I was I was really stoked with myself, and obviously the coaches having trusted me so early, but. It was. It did exceed my expectations a little bit, yeah. And so, does it help a bit more now playing in a different, uh, different team where you don't have me as a teammate? You're not, you're not stuck behind a true point guard as yours truly. <laughs> Get a bit more opportunity. Yeah, it was different actually. I'm not finding myself catching the ball without you passing it, but um, <laughs> no, it's I definitely. I'm grateful that the years I've played with you, Yeah, I'm surprised you've transitioned so well, seeing as I was the first one, get, I was the one that gave you the assist for your first two points in SBL. So it's good, good to see yeah, you. Um, always glued your hand, so I don't know how it left it. Um, <laughs> but no, thanks for that, Boogie. No worries, mate. And so moving further down the track, so you obviously goals to play basketball professionally full time. Um, is yep. there any, any at the moment, any expectation or like where you want to go play? Um, obviously, I'd love to always play in the NBL, um, be close to home and obviously close to all friends in Australia, yeah. but I'm just trying to kind of get as far as I can right now, take each, each step as it comes and obviously NBA is the dream, whether it's get drafted or go through summer league or just work your way out one way or another, yep. um, but yeah, just make a living off playing basketball. So you see, see so. yourself staying in America for a few years yet? Yeah, yeah, I'd go, I'd go back this year. Um, and then obviously take it year by year, but yeah, I'm planning to stay there for the full four years. I'll come over, Cal, punter. <laughs> twenty yeah, minutes away. Cal is about twenty minutes away. Yeah. Uh, so now we've got a bit of a uh, story time happening. So, is it true that um, when you committed to St Mary's, you got a uh, message from Matthew Della Vadova, NBA player, and you you failed to message him back? <laughs> Yeah, Deli did message me, um, and I was a bit too nervous to reply to it at the moment, so I kind of then realised a few months went by before I replied to him. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I caught up with Deli. He came to St Mary's when I was there, and I had a chat with him, and he didn't bring it up. So <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're a bit nervous about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. It was, a, it was a tight handshake. I'll give you that much. <laughs> Now another story. Now this is a very recent one, coming from only a couple of weekends ago. Um, Kobe, so myself, spotted you counting your own stubbies on your leg. That's a lie. So this is no word of a lie. After every beer, he grabbed a pen, marked it on his leg. What? I don't think I have a leg long enough to count my stubbies. <laughs> it's not hard when the bloody cruises. He marked one off every time he had a stub. Couldn't believe it. How many were there? <laughs> I've got a question too. Is it is it true that 
you didn't have a beer until after you were 18 because you only drank cruises until then. That's that's definitely a lie. You know my father, and <laughs> you would, he would not let me drink cruises all until I'm 18. I'll say after 18, I, from previous experiences, I, I think that's pretty pretty credible. Don't you, Kobe? I think I've had more beer than I've been as books, but we'll keep it at that. Sorry. So, during the week, um, did a bit of research into your backstory there, Duke, and got in contact with some of your biggest fans. This is dangerous. And um, they had a few interesting stories to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> As we all know, we all have to be quite domesticated in our lives, and this includes duties such as doing the washing, washing the dishes. Now, being back at home, living under mum's roof, cooks your slaves away in the kitchen, cooks your dinner, just ask for one simple job, wash the dishes. What's your response? Yeah. Sorry, mum, can't. Straight away, mum. Can't, can't <laughs> mum. i got to go do a shit and then fucks off for an hour. Then <laughs> poor, poor Tommy D and Annie have to get in the kitchen and do it. Truth. I'll tell you if listening out there, it works if they want to use that. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of shits as well, we heard um, we were a bit concerned, especially because um, you're a big fan of the show, and you're pretty pretty stoked to get the call up to come on, and you're really excited. And then we did find out one time you're real excited and you pull at home. You just let so- you just let something slip, something slip out, and next thing you know, there was a picnic bar floating in the pool. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you're playing a game of um, Marco Polo, it's too much of a risk to get out and, and run, so... <laughs> yeah, well, Annie wasn't too impressed a couple of weeks ago it happened to pull it out. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Try 10 years. Uh, now I've got a couple... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Also, I do recall... So, Pat and Tom, Alex's grandparents, lovely people... So, um, Alex is living in Canberra at the Chute. It's, a, it's his birthday, so they send over a bit of birthday money for him. He gets back to Jerry. Oh, no, I never got it. Really, he did get it, and he was just trying to fish out a couple more pine- pineapples out of them. <laughs> Old rubber's back at it. Smooth. That's, that's a straight lie. I would never do that to my grandparents, boys, you know that. <laughs> now, I know, I know my co-host... I like, he's my co-host, but does he want to talk any slower when he's telling the story? I know, right? He's <laughs> not here all day. No place to be, people to see, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving to, um, if you could compare yourself to a player in the NBA, who would you compare yourself to? On court or off court? Uh, on court. On court. Um, I like to model my game around Devin Booker and Luka Doncic, just yeah. because... Luke is obviously pretty slow, white and up. I'm athletic, athletic white guy. guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and I like Devin Booker's game. He's pretty smooth. Yeah. Can do a bit of everything. Not too like uber athletic that like you see most other players in the NBA, but yeah. So that's, that's what you think your comparison is, but really, we've done a bit of discussion, and you're probably more Brian Scalabrini, Alex Caruso. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll take Alex Caruso. Maybe <laughs> good. 
And now if we're going off court, we'll definitely <coughs> you definitely be com- compared to Lamelo Ball. He's a bit of a clown like yourself, so. Yeah, mixed between Lamelo and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not Dennis Rodman. So, Boogs, who would you compare That's yourself it. to? Well, so if going off me now and me probably like five years ago, five years ago, I'd honestly think I'd probably play a bit like Rodman, Kevin Garnett, uh, Tim Duncan. Wait, you mean you play like them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like go. Like you get a rebound. Fuck up, yeah. But since since then, I'm probably looking back at it now, and then probably my better comparisons are. Kwame Brown, <laughs> Dirko Milicic, and um, Draymond Green, probably a bit closer, you know, just, just yeah, get rebounds, but just shit, set screens. Now, if I had to compare myself to someone, I'd, like, I'd love to say Chris Paul, but unfortunately, I think I'd be more of a bit of a Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. That's still a fucking stretch. <laughs> I'll take it. No, I'll give you Chris Paul. Pass first, point guard. Bit of a shit talker. <laughs> um, Especially on the piss. <laughs> get two beers into me and you hear all about it. <laughs> it's game over, yeah. All right, well, now, would you give us your best on court, like your starting five, the best players you've ever played with? It's a tough yeah, one. I can do that. So, um, yeah, when Boog sent me this little message, kind of give me a bit of warning about my best on court, I had to. Think about it a little bit, but I think I've got a pretty decent squad. I might have to debate with you boys about a few spots, but so far, my starting point guard would probably be Jordan Ford. It's probably my first pick I've, yeah. I've got on my list. Yeah, I think if anyone's seen our team play this year for St. Mary's, you'd, you'd know who he is and his heck of a talent. Ball fucking stuck um, to his hand. So, my shooting guard right now is Josh Green. Yeah, um, I played with him over in Italy. At a international camp, um, not really like a season with him, but I played enough games to know him and, and know his game. And, and he wouldn't be too far off the NBA. Draft picks. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a pretty good pick. Um, my power forward right now is Malik Fitz. Again, I played with him at St Mary's, and he's a projected draft pick this year. Yeah. Um, my centre, it was a bit of a bit of searching to do, but I went with Sam Froling. Yeah. I played with him for Australia in Greece, and I played with him for COE. Um, he's a pretty promising young NBL star right now for the Aurora Hawks, and I think he's got a pretty bright future. Um, my head coach for my, for my team is Randy Bennett, my St. Mary's coach. Yeah. He also has a pretty um, good resume. Won't say too much more, man. So your dad misses out on the gig there? <laughs> My dad does miss out by a country mile. Um, <laughs> was I even close? He was good. Uh, Boogs, you weren't even thought of. Fuck! <laughs> 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 nah, I just did a debate with you fellas about the, my small forward spot. I'm a bit, a bit stuck on that one. I had um, Greg Brown there. Yep. I played a few games with him at Pumas. Yeah, but, he, but that, that wasn't like when he was in his prime though. Like, yeah, I obviously missed his heyday, but if you want to compare like his career, yeah, yeah but this is just, like when you were playing with him. And who else yeah, you got there? I, I played a um, a preseason game for the Laura Hawks a couple of years ago, and I played with Tom Blanchfield, and he's a oh, yeah. he's a pretty good small forward, I think. Yeah, but yeah, 
Yep. So far, that's that's my team. Yeah. Yeah. Any any my, any emergencies that you'd consider? Yeah, I had a few emergencies actually. It was tough. We played a lot of good players, and shout out to all the good players out there. But um, just maybe a promising up and coming one. I've I've got Josh Giddy down there. Um, he was the youngest boomer to play since Ben Simmons. Um, signed as an NBL next star. Um, he's a pretty good talent. Obviously, I played with him at the COE. But um, there's heaps of there. But yeah, I thought if we want to get someone out of, out of, out of the mix there, I'll put him down. Yep. Um, all right, do we want to move on to a boat? All three of us put together our off court five team. Yeah, I think I think that's the. That's the uh, Books, do you want to start with yours? No, I'll go last. Alright. I'll kick it off. I've got Luke Bubbs Renstead as my point guard. Everyone knows yep. on road trip time for the Bucks with Bubs on board is definitely a lot of fun after get a few UDLs into him. Um Shooting Guard, gotta go with my partner in crime, Joey Buckets. Uh Europe European partner in crime went on um Holiday over there for a month, so you definitely make the list. Uh, he persuaded me a bit in the end. Um, Sweet taught me a little bit, but Boogs made my small forward spot. <laughs> I'm more excited about small forward spot, but <laughs> um, big Flynn Diesel, definite lock in the team at power forward, and probably greatest all all time. Oh, um, in this section is Moot as the centre. The sixth man, Alex. He's the sixth man. <laughs> I think I'm putting a fair resume. Um, I was going to be the make myself the coach of the team, but I ended up um, handing the reins over to Duke Senior, Aaron Dukas, as the coach of the off court off court five. He will eat out drink his son any day of the week. I put a debate on that. But, um, um, yeah, it's a good pick. I've never seen someone scale a beard like Big Duke. Literally just. Bottle straight down his neck, opens up his throat, bang, gone. And honorable, honorable benches, um, gave myself an honorable mention. Just For sure. Cody, here and then will pop up. Um, and then Clayton, Clayton Parfit, the DJ of the Bucks bus back in the day. It's yeah, honorable it's good mention. Music, didn't he? All right, so, so yep, yeah, over to you, Duke. So my same is. A few names pretty similar to yours. Um, so I had my point guard was obviously Luke Brenstead, Bubbles as well. My young days sitting at the front of the bus, so I always <laughs> look back and, and see Bubbles turn one on. Um, my shooting guard is Gabriel Parfit, or Gubble Trouble, as some people would know him. Yep. I think his name speaks for itself. <laughs> um, I had Flynn as my small forward. I think anyone who knows Flynn would know he can drink pretty well. Um, I had a bit of a dark horse, and I knew I'd punch myself if I didn't mention his name, but I put Bowen as my power forward. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, he didn't start drinking until he was 18, but if there's one person I have a message for a drink, he would never say no. <laughs> so I think I think I put Bowen in there. I think he's got a good upside to him. Yep. He's, he's hitting it hard lately. Um my center is none other than Matt Wonderberg. Yeah, he's probably the captain of my team. Him or Gobble Travel, I think. <laughs> um, the coach was it was a toss up between Dad and Books. I had to 
that book's name out there somewhere. <laughs> I was thinking about the coach or the water boy, but I've gone with Dad, the, um, the coach. I've had a few piss-ups with him, and he can't run on the table, but he's right there. Um, and my sixth man, honorable mention, is uh, Joey Buckets, because... Again, like Bowen, if you ever want to have a drink, just message Joey and have a drink with you. Yep. Not bad. I got a few, few fucking questionable decisions, but I can move on. So, at point guard, just like everyone else, I've gone with Bubs, Blue Rain said. Um, he's an enigma. He knows how to party, and if you're lucky enough, he'll do a race call for you. Um, they're pretty special. Uh, shooting guard, I've got Matej Mandic. Um, the, he, we've done some damage together here in Perth, and he's done some damage all over all over the world. Um, he's a Mykonos regular, and yeah, he does it well. I've penciled myself in here, small forward. Um, yeah, speaks for itself. Uh, at four, I've got big fella, big rod home, Jared Holmes. Um, he can put away some piss and he can do it for a long period of time. Um, goes toe to toe with myself. And then captain, centre, in the Hall of Fame. Um, more, um, taught me everything I know, not everything he knows. And Put a kid in him. <laughs> and yeah, he's just... Popped out one himself, a little Banksy. Good on you, Moot. And then uh, six man, I've got big Flynn Diesel because he, he's a big unit and puts him away just like a big diesel truck. Uh, coach, going with uh, Clay, Clayton Parfit. Um, we've done some, did some damage down when he was coaching us at State Chance. Um, and that leads to my next inclusion on the injury list because he just recently broke his foot and he's um, out for a while. But uh, Joey Butters, Joey Irea, um, down at State Champs, me and him uh, copped a three-game suspension for um, drinking piss. So that's an automatic automatic in. If, if he was healthy, he'd probably be in the team. And then some emergencies... We've got um, Charles Circle, Chuck. Um, we were the one-two duo at Vibe for a while before he got tied down. Um, Gubble Trouble speaks for itself. He bit of damage, done a bit of damage, but let himself down in selection when he shit himself after winning the chip. <laughs> um, and then when there's Gubble Trouble, there's always Big D, Big Dwayne. We've done some damage together down in Perth at Metro's as well. And little Dark Horse in the other emergency is uh, Annie Dukas. We've had some good charges together and played a few mixed... Net- How much did she pay you for that? <laughs> a few mixed basketball games together and she's probably the best Dukas child out of all, all of you on the charge. That's one name I did. Yeah, Chuck. I have heard a lot of big stories about Chuck, but... I didn't get to see him in his prime. It was past his prime by the time I came around, so I missed out on that. All right. So moving on, we're going to give you some quick fire questions and then some would you rather's. And you have to answer this yep. off the top of your head. What do you think? So start off nice and easy. Um, what superpower would you have if you could pick one superpower? Ooh, I like this one. Uh, teleportation. 
Teleportation. Ooh, yeah, that's one I'll choose. Or that or invisibility. Boogie, what would you go? Teleportation I'd or go, invisibility. Yeah. Or both. Both. I'd go teleportation. Um, favourite song to sing while drunk? Um, that's a tough one. I'll go K-San. Good. Nice. Oops. Oh, this is a tough one. Probably... Oh, I touched. <laughs> Probably like any Johnny Cash or Creedence Clearwater. I'd have to go Summer of 69, Brian Adams, or some yeah, tongue-tied group love. Yeah, yeah tongue-tied, yeah. All right. What about fucking God's Plan? God's Plan. That's only for when you're in the chip. Seven times one night. Seven seven times in a row. Kobe, Kobe's got God's Plan playing. Pants down. In front, there's all like parents, everyone around. Kobe's got his pants off in the middle of the dance floor. God's Plan, baby, we just won the chip. <laughs> Rumours that was after two stubs as well. <laughs> yeah, it was 10 o'clock at night. I was on, I was on my third. On my third. Uh, would you up uh, Spotify or Apple Music? Apple Music. Burger or pizza? Uh, burger. Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Uh, when? Biggest role model. On court or off court? Both. Or in life, in general. Um, that's a tough one on the spot. Um, my dad's up there. He's a extremely hard worker. Um, I look up, obviously look up to Morton Ralph here a lot growing up. Just because of basketball and I'll throw Morton in that golf court as well. Um, Favourite quote to live by? Many quotes, but uh, I live by everything happens for a reason. Right. Favorite sex position? Um, reverse cagger. <laughs> Is it true you cry after sex? <laughs> That's not true. Now, would you would you rather have sex with a sheep and no one knows, or not have sex with a sheep but everyone thinks you did? Not have sex with a sheep. I... <laughs> Gotta have some respect for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you you wouldn't mind if, if if everyone thinks you did. Yeah, you can't think other people think. Yeah, you should. Go <laughs> yeah, right. uh, would you rather yeah. would you rather sit on a cake and eat a dick, or sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> I, had, I had this debate long ago with um, with Bowen in our in our dorm rooms at, at college, and we were saying. That's ah, a bit fucked up. But we're saying if you sit on a dick, at least you get to eat the cake. Yeah, I if agree. You, you don't get to eat the cake. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I agree. At least, at least you get a bit of satisfaction out of it. Exactly. All right. So I'm probably going to go with I'm sitting on a, on a cock and eating cake. <laughs> All right. And you got any more? I got one more. Yeah, you want. Uh, would you rather. Watch your parents have sex every night or join in once and you never have to watch again? I'm probably not going to answer that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Considering both my parents probably hear this. Uh, uh, well, what would you do? Oh, I'm not answering that one either. Well, Dad's got a stepmom. That crosses too many lines, I think. Uh, is that it, Books? You got anything else? You done? No, I've got a few more questions here. So, uh, 
Oh, if you if you could physically give yourself a blowjob, would you do it often? Um, I don't think I would do it often. No, I try. I don't think I do it often. Have you ever tried? No. I think oh, okay. I'd like you're the sort of person to try that, boys. He admitted to me this afternoon he's tried it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. One more question. Do you still love her? <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we leave for today, we've got um, just a message from Racetrack Riley who couldn't join us today, but he's got a best bet for tomorrow, Ascot. In the last race of the day, he's got number three, Tolman, paying $3.80 as his best bet for the day. So get on that. If you want to make some money, you back with the favourites every time, eh? He's, got, he's on the favourite, yeah, but he's going against Pikey, so. Yeah, he doesn't, he, he's not a big fan of Pikey, so. so. But that's it for today, I think. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Thanks for having me, fellas. Looking, it was good fun. Looking forward to catching up for a few beers soon. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be down that way in Perth as soon as these uh, borders open up again. For sure. Absolutely. All right, have a good one, mate. Take care. See you around. Good day, see you, fellas.